Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It started with two women. And, well, today, it's still two women, but not just any women. It's Laurie and Lynn. Who can turn the world on with a smile? Laurie and Lynn, giving Northeast Pennsylvania local talk to start your weekend right. Suddenly make it all seem worthwhile. And now... Celebrating their 10th year on the air on WILK News Radio. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Love and love, no need to waste it. You can never turn, why don't you take it? You're gonna make it after all. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Um, looking forward to this wonderful weekend. Uh, looks like it's going to be a great weekend weather-wise. It's, it's going to be a hot summer weekend. The kind of thing that everybody was just bitching about and couldn't wait to see in the middle of all the snow and sleet and freezing rain. And here it is. So, hooray. And for those yes. who don't like the heat and the humidity, like me... Well, I'll somehow get through yeah, with some air conditioning. Either, but yeah, we'll yeah. do what we have to. Indeed. Yeah, so, know. what's been going on in your world? Um, well, um, you know, a little bit of craziness, but as always. But Monday night, um, Meyer and I went up to Honesdale because Doug Smith was playing his band uh were playing for the firework uh i guess it's just like a little get together they do every year and have in their park um on the main street there well it's off the street i forget i don't know if it's church street i forget the name of the, the exact street but off the main drag in honesdale in front of the courthouse there's a big park there and they have a bandstand and they do music and stuff so Doug and his group of uh, musicians were there playing for a while prior to another band playing, and then they were having the fireworks. We did not stay for the fireworks, but we were there to hear Doug and Aaron, and um, Aaron Malloy sang, and several musicians, I think it was, um, um, I know R.J., Kennedy played the drums, um, Gary Rickner did the um, trombone, uh, Tommy Hamilton, uh, Aaron Sang, and I can't think of his name, I'll have to think while I'm sitting here, um, of the um, uh, one of the other musicians who also sang, um, you know, they, he and Aaron did that, the shallow song from uh, Star is Born. And it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. They did a wonderful job. But it was so nice just to sit. It was a gorgeous night. And um, it's just so nice. Nice ride. Beautiful day. And then we sat and listened. They had vendors and stuff all over. It was very nice. And as a matter of fact, it was funny because when you, like, you take yourself out of 
where you you live. Just so you move out of you you walk go out of Lackawanna County and you think, oh, I'm I'm not going to see people, and you see them and you never know who they are. So you never you think is that so-and-so not that it's that far away but you know you just don't think you're going to yeah. see people i ran into so many yeah. people i knew including one of our friends um karen r r scott is that how you say your name lynn yes yes so she was there and i was talking to her and she said she recently was with you or talked to you mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um her husband was in the band um after doug's band and oh i didn't um, know that yeah, and Matt Cartwright okay. was up there with Colleen Egan. He was roaming around because that's his uh, territory. So he, so it was nice to see him. And Colleen's look, she's like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> I, said, <"No." laughs> I said, "I knew you would say that because when you're uh-huh. not used to seeing somebody." So I ran yeah. into several people, and so it was a beautiful, beautiful night for that. <clears throat> and. Um, so then, of course, um, you're listening to us on on um, Saturdays, but we tape, and this we usually tape on Thursday, but we're taping on Wednesday, so we're a little ahead of the 4th of July. So we'll see how everything goes with all these other uh, fireworks celebrations and what's going to happen up at the lake. When is that celebration? That is usually the night of, so that would probably be Thursday evening. Thursday night. Okay. And, um, yeah, and it's funny to see that at the lake because <laughs> all you have to do is just look out at the lake and you can see all the boats. That, there must be close to 100 boats that are all going to the right, down towards the dam. And then after all that's over, you see 100 boats coming back up on the other side. And it's funny because I never went to one of them. But some of our friends who've been up there have said that it's very scary. And I said, what's so scary about it? He said, by the time you get all those boats down there by the dam, he said, you are landlocked. You know, it sounds weird, but you can't go anywhere. Even if you wanted to leave, you can't because there's boats all around you and you have to wait until the entire fireworks performance is over before people start to leave and if you're one of the earliest people there there's no place to go you you're stuck so i said okay from now on i will never even think about going down there but we can't see it from our house it's too far down the lake so uh, but we certainly hear it. Car watch it you can you can but i'm no i've never been a fan of fireworks Oh, okay. Never, never. I'd like to watch them on TV if I can see that. But I just remember as a kid going to what was then called the Scranton Memorial Stadium. Yeah. And um, (laughs) it was, I was dragged down there by my mother and father and sister and brother who loved them. I was terrified of them. And I would sit there in the stands shaking and crying, and I didn't understand why somebody would do this to me. But they said, oh, come on, Lynn, it's fine. It's a lot of fun. You blah, 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 blah. Yeah, okay, fine. Well, it didn't work out that way. And so I have I have outgrown it, and I can sit somewhere and watch fireworks and listen to them. But I just don't get much pleasure out of doing that. Never did. Oh, see, I love it. <clears throat> love it, love it. Well, that's good. There are a lot of people like that. 
I know. Mm-hmm. I think of the display that's on uh, the television from New York Harbors uh, when they do all those incredible fireworks. They're beautiful, beautiful, beautiful looking things. But I'm very happy that I am sitting in the, my living room and watching them. It's okay with me. No, that's okay, too. Yeah. All right. How about Patrick? Does he like them? Um, I think he has mixed feelings about it. See, I think from being a Vietnam vet, um, when you hear... that's hard. That that has to be very... I never really thought of that until, you know, more recent in recent years, people discussing that and how that Mm -hmm. must make um, anybody feel. Uh, That is, it is a scary, I'm sure... um, you know the the memory of that has to be awful. So, but it's I just, guess just have to try to put it in in its place. Well, you know? he exactly. You have to try. But I mean, it's just it's an automatic reaction when you hear that yeah. boom that goes off. Well, he, and there are some people at the lake who have what he calls the M80s, which yeah, are I hate that. you That's know stupid. It, it, he is a mess. He's very well, anxious. He's very nervous. Stupid things anyway. I There's know no reason for that. None. But what do you no. Mean? So it's a tough, it's a tough night or two, and of course, uh, at the lake, people just continue to do it all the time. At nighttime, it's illegal to do it from the docks because of potential harm to the boats, but nobody cares. They go down there one o'clock and two o'clock oh, in the morning, and they're shooting fire. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just. Silly. Yeah. So it's not well, my favorite time of the year. Okay. Well, also, I have to say, we, we also last Friday night. Now, of course, Friday was hotter than you know what kind of day. But um, right. so the Petersons and the Baldies and Meyer and I went and had um, dinner at Russell's. We were outside again. Doug Smith, Aaron Malloy, and Ron Strabinsky played a little trio with it's just. And you know, we talk about this all the time. It is so nice to be at Russell's, to be outside with the music and every, there's so many people there and the little lights all over. It's just such a great place in the outside of Russell's. So if you're thinking of a place to go on a Friday, I think on Wednesdays, I'm not sure about Saturdays, but I think on Wednesday nights as well, that as you're dining al fresco, you can listen to some some music, which they, I don't know how many, I know Tony Vergnetti plays there a lot. And it's just such a nice thing to, to have that kind of atmosphere. As you know, we've been there plenty of times, when So it's yeah. uh, it's a real nice night. So we had a we had a great time. A lot of people there, and um, it was another another good evening. So and then and uh, I, we went and to Alfredo's. And then we were yes, our our weekly get together with the uh, Dinapolis was uh, this time at Alfredo's. <laughs> yeah. And so we had a good. And time we were inside. Inside, yeah. yes. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Good food there. They do a nice Love job it. always. They're very accommodating. Uh-huh. And I will say, I have to say, too, I mean, I love the wait staff at Russell's, as you know, because we know so many of them. They're just so good to us. But, th- you know, these um, 
young people at uh, Russell's. Again, you know I've said this. There were four or five of them came to my mom's viewing because my mom used to love to go there. And, of course, they always ask. They say, we miss your mom so much. It's always nice to hear. But they're always so accommodating, so kind, so friendly. Um, No matter when you go there, it's consistently good, and the people are also nice. And that doesn't happen everywhere. So... um, you're talking about Russell's or Alfredo's? No, I'm talking well Russell's first, but Alfredo's too. I mean, they they're yeah, wonderful. Yeah, those young people who work there are very fond of you and your family, and as they well, should be. Yeah, that's they're, great. They're good people, you know, and it's just like anything else. When you support businesses. Um, it, no matter what it is, whatever you're doing, um, and you have a staff who you're relying on to provide that service. It's not just you, the person who owns the business. Um, you're, you're relying on a staff. And when you, when people can say that about an organization, about a business, whatever kind of business it is, that their staff takes such good care, that. I'm sure there isn't a business owner around who would not say that's half, if not the whole battle of keeping people happy, their staff and making sure they're doing the right thing. And they always do at Russell's, at Alfredo's, of course, Mansour's. There isn't, there's so many good people. I just said to Meyer today, we were getting our iced tea, my iced tea at Dunkin' Donuts. And, and I said, Meyer, these kids are always the nicest kids at these places. And all you have to do is pay attention because I get, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll be on my phone sometimes when I pull into order through the drive-thru. And my, who's ever on the phone with me, they're saying, you're talking to the Dunkin' Donuts people like they know who you are. They, he said, they knew who you were. I said, of course. And it, it, people just, it's just <laughs> and they like do. anything else. People just want to feel like, um, you know, feel that they mean that there's some value to what they're doing and who they are. And it it takes so little to make people feel that way. And, And that's how all these places that we frequent... The reason you frequent it is because, A, the food or whatever it is doing, the product is good, but the, the people who work there treat you well. And it, these places are have wonderful employees. So, Well said. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show, and we'll be right back. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now, back to Laurie and Lynn. Good morning. We're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the uh, managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. It's a financial planning firm specifically designed for the needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, and it is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. So I have to tell you, I'm talking to Sean yesterday because he was on his way, which is really so neat. He, um, as you know, is in Brooklyn. No, he's not. He's working in Brooklyn but living in Manhattan. And I, he's talking as he's walking. And I said, where are you going? He said, I'm going to meet Gramps, his grandfather. We, he and I are going out to dinner, and then we're going to see a play. 
And you think, nice. you know, it was such a cool thing to hear. Here it is a Tuesday night and he's in his grand, grandpa who has a place in New York so he can, he can see him. And I, I just think that it's such a wonderful thing that, you know, um, just to, you know, here I am in the middle of Manhattan and I'm going to dinner and then I'm going to see a Broadway play. So it, mm -hmm. it was just such a neat feeling. But while I'm talking to him, he said, Mom, what are you guys doing for, for, for the July? What's Tommy making? And of course, you know that my Tommy is a phenomenal chef and baker and can do anything mm -hmm. um, artistically that you can imagine. And I'm telling him everything he's had. He goes, Mom, I'd rather, I wish I was home. <laughs> because <laughs> if you think of all those you know, it's just such a, a good thing when you have those memories or the, the kids. And I said to Tommy last night, Tommy, if anybody asked you, like, what what did your mom make that you liked? He goes, well, um, I can't answer that when I was younger. <laughs> he said, Mom, I, we had pasta so much, I, 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 I could go a month and never eat it now. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, shut up, Tommy. <laughs> but anyway, it's just cute when you think yeah. about this. So we were talking about, I was telling Sean, the reason I, this, the whole story is because when we go to this restaurant in New Haven, and Sean and I both having celiac disease, we, we go to a restaurant that has a few things that cater to for gluten-free items. So we go in and they, the woman who waited on us several, um, almost a year ago now said, this place, you can buy this on online. They do um, retail. And so I've ordered this pasta and I told, I called yesterday morning to order more. And I told the woman when she called, when she called me back, I said, I just have to tell you, believe me. I said, I could eat pasta morning, noon, and night. 24 like seven days a week it just it, it would never um bore me i could I'd love it and um i said when you when we became when i was diagnosed three years ago this month with celiac celiac disease i said i thought i'll never taste a pasta again that's like normal pasta like you just deal with the fact that it's not that great their pasta mm -hmm. their name is de puma d-e-p-u-m-a and they're in new they're in um connecticut i'm not sure which city but you can google it so if anybody out there is looking for a fabulous gluten-free pasta they will ship anywhere it is absolutely incredible. A little, obviously, more expensive, but it is worth every penny. And it's D-E, capital P-U-M-A, in Connecticut. And they have a whole website. And they have all different types of ravioli, uh, mozzarella sticks, um, uh, rigatoni, orzo, lasagna sheets, manicotti. And I think there are five or six different type of ravioli and it is the absolute best you will know and here's the test and i told her i said joyce i'm going to tell you what the test is when you put gluten-free pasta that you would buy like say barilla which is decent but you say i made that and um you put it in the refrigerator the next morning or whenever you would take it out if you as when you have regular pasta you can for, put the fork in it comes out and you can and it still has a, a tenderness. With gluten-free pasta, it's it's very hard. It not hard, but it's much more firm, and it's not as as easy to eat as a cold or room temperature. You'd have to you have to reheat it. With this pasta, it's exactly like I was having. It was it was regular pasta. They 
they are the best. So I told her, I said, Joyce, um, on a radio show that I have with a friend of mine, I said, I'm going to tell people because so many people listen and you never know where to get it. I said, I'm going to tell them. She said, we'll ship anywhere. Restaurants can order. I said, I know. And it's wonderful. So it's Dupuma, uh, uh, uh gluten-free pasta and it's in Connecticut and they will ship it. There's a website and they send it in a cold, uh, dry ice and you have to put it right into the freezer and you take it out and it's perfect doesn't fall apart it's fabulous so if you're listening do it because it's it's the best it's me you know Lynn. i consider myself I a connoisseur now on what's good what isn't in that realm yeah. and that one is a good one so yeah, well, I know that you would drive in the craziest weather I've ever seen to get up there to that restaurant to meet well, your son to have that pasta because it's that good. It really is. I mean, obviously, we're first going for him, but, of course, I always have to take him to dinner because my kids eat like nobody's business. But um, And, of course, when, you know, when your mother or your father is treating you to dinner, you're there, you know. So, um, oh, yeah, yeah, it's it really is and he and i because we both can appreciate um what's good and what isn't um it's 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 wonderful to have places like that so you know all right so we got the plug in we got the what? plug in and you're going to get your check <laughs> yeah, no but i i told him i would do it so seriously if anybody or or people as you know i should tell barbara about it because you know barb plucknet just she does it for health reasons and and just yes. not have the white flour and wheat in your system mm -hmm. so i mean a lot of people do it for that reason too so it's a good thing okay so sounds good you know, um, which gives people the skepticism about the disease because some people just do it to do it. We have to do it or we wouldn't. But when people tell me they do that, just to, I think, are you crazy? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. But anyway, well. um, so, yeah, that's that's my week in a very, so far, lots going on in a short period of time. So, and uh, always uh, is. When are you going to be at the lake? Um, this evening. Okay. Yes. So okay. we will be we will be having a lovely time up there, and our kitty cats will enjoy the being outside, but not being outside because they'll be in a on porches that are covered with screens. But they love it. Yeah. They love to watch the deer, the birds, the everything that goes by. It's just uh, mm -hmm. like a zoo. So. <laughs> It's a great thing. Yeah. I was uh, speaking to a friend this week. You, I, you know, I've talked many times about the group of um, friends who are all graduates of Cedar Crest College in Allentown yes. and how we get together occasionally. And we are planning a trip to Savannah, Georgia in October. And this will be to celebrate um, our 50th year of friendship. Because um, in 1969, uh, that's when our freshman year was, that's when we all got to know each other, except me. I was the late bloomer. I came in sophomore year. So, but we all graduated, obviously, in the same year. But 50 years of knowing each other, it's quite a thing for a lot of people who don't have those depths of friendships and uh, I shouldn't say depths, but that they continue them for such a long period of time. And I'm not saying that's, uh, that's noteworthy in and of itself. 
it's the same thing like people who celebrate their 50th wedding anniversary and they hate each other's guts, but they just, they stay there because they do it, you know. But in this case, it was something that we chose to do, and it, and it really was something that all of us had to put some effort into to keep it going because there were so many reasons why along the way it could have fallen apart. One of the sad notes was that one of our friends of the group passed away um, a year ago, and um, she's the one who had what we called a, a tontine. I don't know if people are familiar with what that is, but it is something, usually a piece of jewelry, that is passed on to people in a certain group, and then ultimately the person who survives the last gets it. So unfortunately, she's the one that had the tontine, and now nobody can find it because mm -hmm. she was a single woman. She lived by herself in an apartment, and we don't know where it is, but the good news is, you know, the rest of us are still alive. So there are, I think, seven of us at this point. And of the seven, I think I'm the only one who's still working. And one of um, the seven of us just retired on June 30th from, I don't know how many, 30 or 40 years of teaching. And she sent uh, something around to us. I think it was the beginning of this week a picture of her with other people in her school district who were also retiring at the same time. And she had a funny look on her face on that picture. And everybody who saw it of us, the other six of us, said, what were you looking at or what were you thinking about? And she, because she said, you kind of look like you have a deer in the headlights look on your face. She said, it really wasn't that. She said, I was just very confused because I realized that that was the last day that I would be teaching. And she said, now I'm at home and wondering, what, what am I going to do now? What do I do with my yeah. life? Yeah. Because I'm so used to getting up in the morning and the routine and the whole thing. And I happened to look at an article that was written by a guy who retired from the Wall Street Journal. And it was exactly that point that he wanted to make. And he called it the, the big surprises of retirement. And he himself is retired, but didn't, didn't say too much about his own experience. But he said that the surprises ran the gamut from the wonderful to the devastating. Many readers told us they were surprised that their savings are holding up just fine, although several said that household expenses and Medicare premiums in particular have been steeper than they anticipated. Relationships, conventional wisdom holds that making friends in later life is difficult, but numerous retirees told us the conventional wisdom is simply wrong. They also told us, however, that they miss being a part of a team at work much more than they imagined. And when I read that, I was thinking about a comment that you made uh, well, the last time we were outside at Russell's when Randy Williams was there. And you two were talking about the fact that you both talk to each other so much during the course of the week and even on, in the evenings and the weekends. And he said something about that you were his work wife and you said, you're, you are my work husband. And that, that points to the fact that so many people really miss 
those relationships that they have with the people that they work with. And then when they retire, it's like somebody, it's a grieving process because somebody takes that whole infrastructure away. And it's a, it's sad, but much more to this, but we're kind of running out of time here. So I'll pick that up next week. So we're going to take, what? I said, that's absolutely true though. Yep. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a hole in your in your life. I know. So anyway, know. we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with our guest expert, Leah Genacopoulos from ERA One Real Estate, and we'll be... It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. We're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. It's a company specifically designed for the financial planning needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadney on with Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And up next, we have our guest expert from ERA, Leah Genacopoulos, who is Director of New Business Development. And hello, Leah. Hi, how are you? How are you doing today? Yay. Good. Good. So we have lots to discuss, lots going on. So what's, and let's say this too. Because Sunita will kill me if we don't. ERA has about 100 agents, seven offices in 10 counties, right, Lee? That's right. That's exactly okay. right. So what's what's shaking over there in the ERA? A lot. <laughs> I feel like I always say that, but I guess it's a good thing to be as busy as we've been, especially there's been a lot of houses that have been coming on and a lot of buyers, and once they're on, they're gone. Literally. So that's been a nice feature that's been going on this summer. So I just hope that the market stays like this. So it's been nice. It's been nice for buyers and sellers combined, more so the sellers than the buyers. But if you like a house, you got to see it and you got to call your agent immediately because it could be gone. Yeah. yeah, mortgage rates are so low. It's still a very, very good time to buy. Yep, it's um, and and it, uh, it is true. I mean, because it just seems like every time I I, I hear someone they're saying, "Oh, my! I I sold my house. Oh, it was not only on the market for this long. Oh, I did that." Now, again, it it, it that seems to be the trend. And like Lynn said, combine that with the fact that mortgage rates are really low, it's really the perfect time for you. And you guys were talking a little bit about who and why people should buy um, houses, Lynn. Why don't you guys discuss a little bit about what you were talking about in the office the other day? Yeah, we had a conversation about something that is uh, kind of a, a way of bending the cultural norm, if you want to put it that way. Uh, it's always been that for young women, you usually stayed at home until you moved into an apartment or if you actually moved away for a job that was okay to live by yourself or live in an apartment but it was never really okay if you wanted to stay in the same hometown 
to move out and buy a place because there was some expectation hanging around that that Prince Charming was going to come along. And <laughs> when you got married, okay, wonderful, now you buy the house together. But as Leah can attest, there are many young women who are deciding that they want to buy a home, not move into an apartment. They're actually buying homes, which I think is a great thing. So tell us about that phenomenon and what you're seeing in our area. Well, I think that like we just, you know, you touched on before, the stigma that's been attached to women for so long is they should just rent, rent, rent because, you know, what if like next month they go and buy and two months after they meet the man of their dreams and God forbid they own a house. Like, who? what's going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen. You're going to have an investment. You're going to own your own property. And that's the best thing that could happen. There's nothing yeah. wrong. And I think there's so many women attached to that stigma that I got to wait to buy. I got to wait to buy. I should rent, rent, rent. Rent, so rent now anymore that's common for this rent is literally $700 for a one-bedroom studio apartment. And they might not even be the nicest places they even want to live in. So if you want the central air, if you want all those perks, bells, and whistles, you're looking at minimum of $1,000 for one person where you can easily obtain a mortgage for less than that. Own your own home. And I think women need to be okay that they're with the nature of it's okay to own a home without a man like it is okay like that's not gonna be like i i just don't i don't get why women have this whole like i can't buy a house thing and i can attest to it 100 percent. i mean large part thanks to my broker sunita who said you need to stop renting which i knew i needed to stop renting and i didn't have that stigma attached to me or in my head oh i want to wait till i get married because that's not what I wanted. I want my own investments. I want my own house. And I purposely bought a house that I can eventually hold on to for the rest of my life and rent out and make money off of it and just keep going and go from there. So that's really what's been nice to have that. And I, I think too, some of my friends have now seen that I bought a house. So they're not like, oh, okay, I don't have to wait for anyone. No, it's okay. Like, it is okay. I have one friend that already bought two houses off me since I've been doing real estate. I mean, she sold one, bought one, sold one, and now she just was on her second house because she's ready to keep going. That's great. But do you find that more um, single women, um, and I think there's a difference here between a, a young single woman who has never been married, a woman who is single by choice, and is never married, doesn't intend to. And then there are women who have been widowed or divorced and find themselves in a situation where they are the owner of a house. Do you see a difference in those three as far as what they're interested in buying? Yes. So for someone like me who, you know, I obviously eventually plan on getting married and I didn't look for a house by any means for it to be my forever home at all. I looked for something mm -hmm. that is always going to be good for maybe the single guy, a medical resident, a new professional, a, someone that's coming in that's a single or a couple. I wasn't looking for a family home. And I also was looking for something that I don't come from a handy family. I'm sorry, Dad. I'm sorry to my brother. But <laughs> I kind of need something that was like ready to go and then I kind of sat down and did the math myself like I could buy a house for x amount and have to put x into it well that's no different than me buying a house that's at that price point that I have to do no work to and that's another right. people that's another thing I don't think people see but then there are the people that are 
they're okay with not getting married, settling down, or having children. So they might be looking more so for something that's a little bit more permanent that, you know, they don't have to do much work, but eventually they could do work over the years. So there is, there's different needs and wants for everybody, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, Lee, yeah. you know, speaking of what happens, and I found that more when I got my license 30 years ago, uh, 31 years ago, as a matter of fact, when I started in Center City, Philadelphia. Women back then did buy houses, but it because of the the condo type situation or townhouse, they were okay to do that because there was more of that available in the city than there used to be here to, for women to maybe do something like that because you're right with, with that angle. You bought that style property knowing full well that the maintenance was pretty much you didn't really have to do anything because it's covered. I'm assuming there's a, um, a homeowners association, maybe not, but the point is most of these do. So that kind of stuff is removed from the, 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 the fact that you think, oh, God, if I get a house, I want who's going to do my lawn, who's going to do my, my walks. Who's gonna, if, they, if you think like that, not like, oh, I'm going to do it all, I think that it would be easier. And in your case, maybe I, you'll correct me if I'm, if I'm assuming this, but it was a whole lot easier to buy that type of property knowing you didn't have to do all those things, knowing then if you bought a home, you could then rent that, like you said, to somebody else right and also i will add to it too i was renting in a very nice apartment building in the downtown scranton area that had mm -hmm. new granite countertops central air yep. you know so closets walk-ins new cherry cabinets hardwood floors like so i was already used to all those luxuries so my whole thing and this is i don't care how much of a brat i sound like i said it from the minute <laughs> i moved into the building i moved i will never live somewhere that does not have central air I don't even yeah. care about gas heat. I don't care about heat. I just cannot stand to sweat. So I said from the beginning of time, I will never not buy something that does not have central air. And central air right now, it's like, wait, I guess you could get the ductless, which they aren't as bad and they're cost effective. But also central air, if you're putting central air throughout a whole house, that's like you're talking ten to $12,000, which is fine. But... I'm not looking to stay somewhere. So for me, there, it was a little bit of an easier decision. Yeah. But, and too, I think maybe I've mentioned this a couple of weeks ago on the show where I was living rent also went up every year, 4%. So by the time That's I stayed right. there another year, my mortgage and my rent were going to be a $30 difference. See? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I yeah. own it. And which is really nice because where I live, I live in a homeowners association where you know, there's similar builds and layouts and all that. And a bunch of the people in my building did the exact same thing with hopes of living here for a little bit. You know, we have a lot of professional people in my building. So they're going to turn around and rent it out. Well, I was lucky enough that the guy that bought the exact same type of unit as mine went before me. So now I know what I can actually get for my rent and mm -hmm. move on, mm -hmm. which is great. And I'm thrilled about that. Yeah, so I just Smart. think we got to, you know take away that stigma that it is okay to buy a house. No one says you have to go out and buy your forever home, but buy something, you know, and, and honestly, all kidding aside, Friday, you know, Lynn, after we were actually speaking about getting together and everyone talking about, you know, getting women and getting them involved, you know, you know, looking at each other, oh yeah, you need another investment property, by the way, you're done with your vacations, you know, obviously kidding around, but it really is, that's a great 
thing to have under your belt is a, a few investments. Mm-hmm. It can only help you. It can't hurt you. Absolutely. And again, I think because we have more of that in our area now, it becomes a little bit easier for for young women or any woman to say, look, I can move into this location, get what I want, and have all the maintenance part taken care of with my homeowners association dues, and I can still do this and and feel good about owning this property. And if I don't want it moved to another place, I can always use that as a rental income. And that's, that is very smart. It just didn't, it wasn't here as much as it is now. And it's so much no. better that we have that that's available. True. And I think women are starting to move away from that whole, like, I can't do this or that. I think that's definitely starting to go by the wayside, thankfully. But I also think, right, (laughs) honestly, you know, it's 2019. Let's wake up here, people, you know. But Mm -hmm. I also think for so long in our area, because, you know, we I actually had this conversation this morning with my trainer who she said to me she wanted to redo her house. And, you know, she's like, I built it in 2006 when, you know, tans were all in and dark browns and you know, now I want to do the grays and the whites and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, hold off. I said, because California already has a new kitchen theme coming on. I said, they're bringing colors back. And she was, oh, God, by the time it comes out here, she's like, it'll be uh, in 10 years from now. But honestly, you know, <laughs> it, it is kind of true. You know, we're kind of a little bit behind on the East Coast more so than the West. But I yeah. think now women are starting to see, like, it's okay. Nothing's going to happen. You own a house. You know, like, there's nothing wrong with that. And, Leah, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, how would they find you? They can call me personally on my cell phone at 570-947-9250. Our home office, which is on 230 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit, that's 570-587-9999. Our website, which is era1.com. We are on every social media platform. Just look for ERA1. And on Facebook, we're ERA1Source. And if you need us, we are always available. Okay. Great. We'll keep up the good work, Leah. Thanks for joining us this week. Lynn, have a you good too. weekend. And, you uh, too, Laurie. Hope everybody enjoyed their holiday, as we said before. And we'll see you uh, next week. Be safe. Yep. And please be nice. Bye. 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 This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law